Anna. I'm Jim. I'm Brandon. And today we are going to be talking about the topic of fear in the book Fahrenheit 451, written by Ray Bradbury. Uh, so why do you, why don't you think, why don't you guys think the government banned comic books? Um, probably because people find it unimportant, and they don't think comic books have much meaning to them, unlike books. Yeah, because uh, yeah. from what I've seen, well, from books, comic books I've seen, they don't re- reference reality as um, as, as much, much as regular as, books. Yeah, as regular books. Uh, when Dean was talking in the I want to say last chapter, last pages that we read, um, he was talking about how one of the reasons he despises books and a lot of people despise books is because of the fantasy elements. Yeah, uh, but however, in the comics, they they often have a better sense of humor and they have pictures rather than words, mm-hmm. and that might that might just cut the that might just get them past the cutoff between books and fantasy into some more TV shows. I'm gonna yeah. veer away from the comic books um, topic for a second, and because one thing we should talk about is, you know, Clarice. Is she dead? Is she dead because the government took her, is she, or the government killed her because they were trying to cover something up? Did they take her somewhere, or did she just die because of kids around age as she feared because yeah. they were violent. She feared like violence from kids around age. But I'm wondering like like you said, is she actually dead? Because she was talking about at one point it kinda of seems like she was the type of person who would love books. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she was like sent to the asylum for harboring books. Yeah. Or harboring thoughts and ideas. And then like yeah. I think that's accurate. Um, because she was talking about how her uncle had all these ideas and then they started with her. So they probably thought her to be violent. Yeah. For that reason. And um, I also think she is quite different from other teens she references in her age, as teens as of her age are, as she states, they kill one another. Yeah, and they're that extremely is, violent. Yeah, extremely violent. And while she does not do any story of activity that resembles that, uh, she still she, fears it. Yeah, she still fears it. And why do you think that is? Because, or like it says in the book, from what she was told, back then people were actually kind to each other. And um, the reason she'd probably fear it is because, well, since kids her own age are violent towards one another, she's got the chance of being hurt or dying because of other kids' stupidity and violence, which is kind, which is I guess kind of what they wanted this, uh, what they said kind of to happen. But we don't know if she's actually dead because all they say is, "I think she's dead," not that she actually is. Yeah, but the fact that people fear violence so much, like within this story, makes it really believable to Montag that Clarice actually was. Kids of her own age don't fear the violence themselves. No. They 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 kind of take it in as that's part because, of their culture. That's because they were taught. Uh, their school taught them all this and uh, taught that they can just be wild and free 
long as they don't think or they're not intellectual. And so, and their parents probably didn't really care. They were taught the same thing. But then Clarice and her uncle, or her uncle was taught probably by maybe his parents or whatever, that thinking is good, books and stuff are good, which then he taught Clarice. And so that's why Clarice is more of a deep, probably a, more of a deep thinker than, you know, most kids and why she actually fears violence other than embraces it and actually uses it. I think she was taught before kindergarten, like, um, the reason they had to love what they ate. Yeah. She was being taught all these things that they didn't Yeah. Um, on the topic of Clarice's death, is Montag thinking sick? Did this idea come to him when he heard, like, Clarice's fate? Or did, was he thinking about this before? Because I feel like that could have influenced his decision to stay being sick. We're not sure if he's actually sick in order to get out of the Yeah, because, you know, he burns books, and he just watched a woman die because she didn't want to live without her books, and so, you know, that takes a toll on somebody, and, and you know, he, you know, we find out he's actually got books, and, you know, now he's, he's probably scared that he's gonna get caught or something, and so he doesn't want to go into work or anything, and... Yeah, so I we, feel like when he watched the woman die, it was it kind of like put him like put him on the edge. Yeah. But once he heard about Clarice's death, it just kind of like pushed him over the edge, which made him say, "I'm sick. I'm not going to work anymore. I yeah. don't like this job. It's he, unethical." Because he did. He really liked Clarice, and then they just she's apparently dead now, and so that. That was somebody who actually cared about what he thought, what he was feeling, and wasn't somebody with a blank mind who just just went about their day without asking how they are or whatever. She probably cared about him more than his own wife does. Yeah, because all his wife does is watch his her family, or and all that as far and the TV and and so she's never actually paying attention. And in the book, you can tell she's all over the place. Her mind's never stays in the same place at once, and she just, and yeah, that ha- probably has to do with the fact that they don't get to think intellectually, so she's just all over the place. I think the Montag is actually sick because it says he threw up. Um, he's, he's probably not um, sick or like a cold, he's probably sick because he broke his bucket, or by what he pulled, and then he didn't eat. Yeah, because, but, uh, go ahead. So, um, <laughs> what I was thinking is, uh, I think he actually might have a true medical condition as his wife says he is. He does smell like kerosene and that does put an impact on one's lungs. And yeah. as a result, he, uh, we heard about this earlier in the book, how Mildred herself had to be operated on by, by um, strangers. He just came to her house because he replenished the blood in Mildred's body. And if those strangers don't accept Why are there so many people that do that? Is it because society 
Yeah, and like in the book it says that like all these books and all the intellectuals they can make people unhappy, but what if what they're doing right now yeah. is actually making them unhappy instead of the books and all that stuff and they're just ruining people's lives. Yeah, that's that's kind of very true because um this is this is not real happiness and artificial happiness do not make up for true happiness and of what this government the government is well I think they're sponsoring these shows that are kind of rotting people's minds mm -hmm. and as they don't doesn't seem they have much of a plot. Montag himself talks about how these how these shows are just people arguing and arguing. Yeah, disrupting. government's done and to do all this stuff has created violence and younger people which as they grow up they have kids and that just keeps going on and on and so the world's just a violent mess. And speaking of the government, do you think this government is communist? As um, there don't seem many private companies and ownership of anything besides land and that might mean that there is communist government, or at least some sort of more closed-off government in the U.S. now. I yeah. think so, because um, they were afraid of kids being in the bank. Yeah. So, like, they kind of said, like, no books, and um, yeah. I think that that's how much we were trying to do that. Yeah, because, yeah, they were scared of people being able to think for themselves, and because they were scared that you know, they get some ideas and then they do something that would uh, be different from what the government wants from you. And so they just outright banned any anything that has to do with thinking and like being able to come up with your own ideas and like opinions. Being able to be an intellectual. Yeah. Which, which they have banned and considered a word. Yeah. At this to do with actual things. 
Yeah, it seems as if the author was very fearful that in the future people would be people would become more focused on efficiency over quality, and that would just eliminate language arts yeah. basically altogether because they're so scared of writing and reading. Yep, because writing and reading gives you thoughts, and that's the whole basis of what they're scared of in this book. So. Then, who do you guys think would have created technology such as nouns that would pretty much completely replace animals that are living biotic animals? Higher government, probably. Yeah, we need to do the 36th number, so you want to do it with me? 
so like Curly, Curly, is a very important character because you know she's one of the only characters that has an intellectual thinking uh, space. Um, we're also wondering uh, if Captain Beatty is going to become extremely important later in the story, maybe as the antagonist. We know that Montag is definitely one of the protagonists. I'm wondering if Mildred is going to like tell. Yeah, because she freaked out when um, she found out that uh, he had 20 books and went to the incinerator right away and then Montag stopped him. So, so Montag stopped him and um, so, you know, she didn't get a chance to burn him. So what if she goes and tells Beatty? Yeah, and um, so that's that's about it to close off our podcast today. Um, I'm Drew once again, and today this is Lana, Elizabeth, and Brandon. We are signing off. Thank you. Bye.